Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dr. Odlin Jr. Hoping that you had an awesome week on last week and praying that your week this week will be a great one as well. This is the OG Inspiration Show, and the purpose of the show is to inspire, motivate, empower, enrich the lives of others through education, career planning, my own experiences, nonprofit organizations, various authors, faith-based communities, coaches, entrepreneurs, professionals, and small business owners. The purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience, to turn obstacles into opportunity, to the utmost, and to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experiences. For we have an innovative God, and he is constantly challenging us to reflect his glory, to utilize the characteristics he has given each of us, to move forward towards righteousness. And we must often be innovative in that task. And so this morning, guys, I have a few quotes I want to share with you on confidence. You know, when we think of confidence, we think of courage, we think of bravery, we think of building ourselves up to be able to face any task that we need. And a guy by the name of Cicero, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correct, he said that confidence is that feeling by which the mind embarks in great and honorable courses with a sure hope and trust in itself. And so I think that's really powerful because the mind has a whole lot to say when we build confidence. You know, the Bible says, let this mind be in you. That means that you have to let the mind of Christ be in you, or you have to make that mind come to a point where it is obedient to know that you can do whatever that you are facing with confidence. Joe Montana, he said, confidence is a very fragile thing. It is. It really is. And it has to be built up. And that's why sometimes it's good and best to have coaches or mentors to help you with it. Robert Kiyosaki, he said, confidence comes from discipline and training. And so it really does. We have an athlete in the interview studio with us today, and she can talk a lot about confidence in athletics. And she's going to share with us, I'm sure, certain about how confidence has played a part in her success. Franklin D. Roosevelt said that confidence thrives on honesty, on honor, on the sacredness of obligations, on faithful protection, and on unselfish performance. Without them, it cannot live. So confidence is just not about self. It thrives on other things and other people, and it does portray itself. Because as Franklin Roosevelt said, without them, it cannot live. And I'm going to leave one last quote. And it says, the circulation of confidence is better than the circulation of money. James Madison said that. And that's really inspiring because confidence is better than just having things and possessions. It can circulate, it can expand, it could be contagious to other people. So that's why we need to be around people who are very confident. And so hoping those quotes inspired you this morning or just gave you some confidence to continue the path that you're on or to embark on new adventures with confidence as you finish out the remainder of this year. 
Well, guys, in the studio today, we have a fantastic person. And I know you are excited to hear about her. I know I have. And we've been talking for quite some time. And she's just a bundle of joy and a bundle of experience. And her name is Angela R. Lewis. Angela R. Lewis is a former professional basketball player, championship winning coach and author who is passionate about empowering the lives of young women. Due to her global experiences, she understands the challenges young women face today and the opportunities the future holds. At 10 years old, Angela was already five foot eight inches tall and a victim of sexual assault by a neighbor. A shy and insecure child, she overcame the ridicule of others by having basketball as an outlet. Basketball literally opened a world of opportunities, and Angela is committed to using her voice to help young women prepare to lead the next generation. In 2015, Angela Lewis Basketball was born with the mission to develop girls as leaders on and off the court. Through various programs such as camps, clinics, and virtual academies, girls across the world are guided by three principles, lead, give, and bounce back. She has published four books, The Game Chaining Assists, Six Simple Ways to Choose Success, The Game Changing Assists, Workbook, Post Moves, The Female Athlete's Guide to Dominate Life After College, and The Fundamental Game Plan, Every Basketball Player, 12 Weeks Success Tracker. Prior to starting Angela Lewis Basketball, she coached over a decade at every level, giving her a clear understanding of the needs of young women. Now she regularly gives inspirational speeches to girls throughout the world, igniting the confidence within them to conquer any challenge. Angela has been recognized nationally for her efforts, being the recipient of the prestigious Robin Roberts Sports Communicator Award, Urban Lee St. Louis Young Leader in Youth and Education, Unsung Heroian Award, Black Girls Rock St. Louis, and U.S. Bank Women of Distinction. Angela received a full athletic scholarship to play NCAA Division I basketball at St. Louis University. She was an all-conference player who scored over 1,000 points and grabbed over 500 rebounds. When Angela is not hard at work inspiring girls, she is visiting beautiful parks, sitting next to rivers, and searching for the best outdoor basketball courts in the world. Wow, we have an awesome guest with us this morning. After this short commercial break, we will be back with none other than Angela R. Lewis. Are you a full-time caregiver for a loved one with a terminal illness? Do you feel overwhelmed at times? Do you often feel as if there is no hope? Well, with over 12 years of caregiving experience for two parents alone, in addition to writing a dissertation, fulfilling ministerial obligations, working home-based businesses, and radio personality responsibilities, Dr. Odell Glenn has found the time and has had the energy to write a book to inspire and empower other caregivers. Purchase his book entitled, Caregiving, the inspirational manual on his website at www.ogcaregiving.com. And you can also book him to come and speak at your next event, function, or club. Again, the website is www.ogcaregiving.com. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Orlando Morris McCauley, Jr., a candidate for Episcopal service in the AME Church. I'm the father of three young men and one daughter who are millennials. Their vision and concept of church is quite different than tradition. One of my visions as candidate for bishop is to find innovative ways for which millennials can exercise their gifts and share their vision, especially through technology. There are a few ways you can help the Macaulay for Bishop campaign by donating monetary gifts. You may do so by visiting our website at www.macaulayforbishop.com and clicking on the donation page on the menu. You may donate using the Cash App or the Givelify options. Your gift can make a huge difference in the life of the church. Find us on Facebook at Macaulay for Bishop 2020. Share our link, promote what we do, or find out how to volunteer. The Lord blessing keep you is my prayer. Does your child have an interest in STEM? Is he or she always asking the why questions? With four engineering degrees behind him, Dr. Glenn can help you better navigate the process. Sign up on his website at www.ogstem.com for newsletters, his upcoming book, and webinars dedicated to STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. The key to success is to plan early. It's never too early to plan. Do you need a certain SAT score to get into the college of your choice? Well, Dr. Odell Glenn can help you get it. The three-tier foundation offers online SAT prep classes. Dr. Glenn will show you test strategies and tactics needed to get the score you want. The exam is beatable with the proper coach. We are open to working with individuals, schools, and groups for six-week online sessions. Sign up at www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. That's www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. Do you have that burning desire to educate, empower, and inspire community? We here at WDRB Media provide you with such wonderful opportunities to make such a positive impact. So step out on faith and make a significant difference with your gift. We care about your voice and the impact it has. Call 1-877-342-7770 and provide them with the code 1349 to begin the process. That's 1-877-342-7770 and code 1349. Well, welcome back, radio audience. We are here with Angela Lewis. Angela Lewis, can you greet the audience and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, everyone. Dr. Glenn, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you today. A little bit about me. In short, I love helping people connect to opportunities. I have a heart for helping young women learn about life through the game of basketball, which has opened up so many opportunities for me. And I just am grateful for all the opportunities I've had and to chat with you today. Awesome. I am so happy to have you on. And you have a plethora of things that you do and you've experienced. First of all, let's start with your education. Could you tell us a little bit about where you went to high school, where you kind of grew up, and then what college you went to? Yes, absolutely. So I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I grew up in the city of St. Louis. St. Louis is one of those rare places in the country that still has a desegregation program. Although I lived in the inner city, I went to school in the suburbs at Lafayette High School. 
And from Lafayette High School, I went on to play college basketball at St. Louis University. It's a small private NCAA Division I school in St. Louis. So I have a bachelor's and master's degree in communication from St. Louis University. Okay, so a bachelor's and master's in communication from St. Louis. Great. Now, that's a lot. And let's start off with what have those degrees helped you build for the success that you have today? We are going to talk about some of your successes and things that you've done. But if someone is on the fence about those majors, what can you tell them about those majors prior to going and how it's helped you in certain aspects? One of the greatest skills that I think young people can have, everyone in general, but definitely those who are going through the high school and college process is being able to write and speak well. You're always going to have to be able to communicate effectively. And so the practical application of communication and being able to express your thoughts is really helpful. We had to also learn how to research and then be concise with explaining that information in various papers. So that was really helpful. Those skills I still use today with my PR agency where I'm helping to pitch for clients and helping them, you know, get on podcasts or connect with media outlets and just being able to express the heartbeat of their work and my work. So that's been really helpful. Awesome. Awesome. And so audience, I want you to hear what Angela mentioned. It's really not how you start, it's how you finish and utilize all that you have. Your experiences bring lots of things to the table and you never know then, but years from now or years from those experiences, those careers, those majors then help integrate to become all and the best that you have. So never think that taking courses or learning a new skill It may seem difficult and unapplicable, but years from now, you can really focus on that and realize that they are beneficial. And so, Angela, you played NCAA Division I. Now, every athlete who wants to be great wants to be in the D1 league. You know, when I was in college, I actually ran track and field and it was pretty good on the varsity. The school wasn't D1 then, but now it is. But at any rate, you know, everyone wants to be a D1. Did you have a scholarship going into that university? I definitely would not have been there without a scholarship, <laughs> yeah. without that athletic scholarship. It was pretty expensive back then. And, and Lord, it's very expensive now. But I was really grateful because it was, it was a really good opportunity. Awesome. Awesome. So were you recruited by the university to apply? I was. I was recruited by their coaches and other coaches throughout the country. I actually didn't start playing basketball until seventh grade, but I'm 6'1", and I've been 6'1", since the seventh grade. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. I've been pretty tall for a long time, and thankfully, I grew up with older brothers who pushed me, even though I started a bit later than most, and so was blessed to receive a full scholarship. Awesome, awesome. Awesome. And so what can you tell us aspiring athletes who are in middle school or high school and want to be recruited by the Division I schools? What advice would you give them as far as preparing? There's three big things I would say. The first is do well academically because you're going to have a lot more options if you do well. There's the NCAA eligibility center. So you have to have certain classes. So find out what those academic requirements are when you're in middle school so that when you're in high school, you can make sure you're on pace. The second thing 
I would say is you have to be in control of the college recruiting process. So reach out to coaches now that campuses are back open, go to camps so you can see where you are in terms of competition at your position. So putting yourself out there in front of coaches, but then also being proactive to see where you are. And then the third thing I would say is understand that there are more schools that exist beyond what you probably know. So do your research to find out what other schools exist. I mean, we know about Duke and North Carolina, you know, the ones on TV, but there's a lot of schools like a Southeast Missouri State or, you know, a Tennessee State or, you know, there's a lot of smaller schools who don't get as much media attention that are just as valuable of opportunities for you. That's awesome advice. And so the big schools, LSU, Texas AMN, the SEC and the NCAA Division I schools that give the exposure you want to also know that there are other D1 schools that are recruiting. They may not get as much attention, but you may get more personal attention there. And you may want to take the opportunity to go there and develop things that you may not necessarily get at the D1 school. So that's awesome, awesome advice. Angela, in your bio, you mentioned that you had an experience at 10 years old and that you were a shy and insecure child. And now today you are a coach and you build confidence in young girls. Can you talk to that? Was that the inspiration that led you to what you are doing today as an author and a speaker? It is definitely always like in my heart and mind. And you know what's crazy is I didn't realize that no one knew what happened to me. You know, it wasn't until years later, honestly, like five years ago, I was talking to my mother and I didn't realize that I had held that for so long. And I've always had this heart for young women and making sure that their voices feel validated. So that's really important to me and really key that they know that what they have to say matters and that people will listen. Awesome. 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 And so it's important to be able to express and to express compressed thoughts and feelings that bring about resentment that could affect someone years later on. And so if there is someone out there who feels isolated and abused and needs someone to talk to, what advice would you give to that person to be able to be healed and to move on? Would there be some advice that you'd be able to give us? I'm a big advocate of therapy. There are some wonderful therapists who have an objective voice. They're going to listen. They're going to offer solutions and resources. If it's a young person who's in a school, I highly recommend going to see your counselor or a social worker who's at the school. There's even some online therapists who you can Zoom with or have a call with or another form of video chat. So I definitely recommend finding someone who's not necessarily a friend or family member because Honestly, friends and family members typically aren't trained to be able to help us through those most challenging times. Not that you shouldn't talk to them, but they're just not trained professionals. Just like I wouldn't have my cousin try to fix a car just because he read about fixing a car, you know, find a professional who can help you through that. Right, right. Thank you so much. That's really important advice. You know, therapy is not taboo. It is critical to your overall health, mental health, as well as to your overall um, progression. And so 
many people have experienced traumas like this and you want to seek that help early or at any time, better late than never to receive that type of help. And so Angela, you work with young girls. Now, could you tell me how a young girl who would be interested in your training, what type of training do you offer young girls? Let me start off with that question. Sure. So right now we have a program called Ignite Her Game Academy, and that's once per month. And each month we need to discuss one concept related to life skills. So for example, in June, we discussed listening and communication. And then I offered some tips. We did some activities around listening and communication that the girls can then work on until our next session next month. So the goal is to help young women prepare for life and to give them skills that they can use for life in the same way we would teach a particular skill in sport. Okay. And what ages are the girls from? They're 13 to 17 year olds. So middle school to high school. Okay. Those are the critical ages from 13 to 17, because those are the ages where not only young girls, but young boys are growing into maturity. They're in between decisions and they really need the guidance and the mentorship. Can you tell us some success stories that you've had with a young girl? Someone may be listening out there and they may be like, wow, this is almost the same thing I have. I need to reach out to Angela. Could you share with some of some stories that you may? Yes, absolutely. So there's a young lady who we talked about. There's a young lady who was in the session where we talked about confidence and self-awareness. That's always our foundation, confidence and self-awareness, because everything builds on that. And one of the activities that we do is called Why Am I Amazing? Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've done at this high-level leadership conference where you write down everything that you can think of, that you're proud of, that you've accomplished. So it could be something as small as winning a spelling bee, or it could be, you know, at your school, or it could be something as big as hitting the game-winning shot or helping your grandma with the groceries. Because confidence is critical, as you talked about, you know, at the start of the show, but it's something that can be generated. So I'm a firm believer you can generate confidence. So this Mm -hmm. young lady was having a challenging game and she remembered her strengths. And she said in excitement how happy she was to remember that one of the things she's proud of is that she keeps working through challenges and it's okay if she makes a mistake. Like that's something that she constantly tells herself. And that's one of the things that she's proud of. And so she had a basketball game and talked about how she reminded herself of what she wrote and that helped her through a challenging moment in the game where she down on herself, but was able to bounce back. Wow. And Right. Wow. That's really inspiring. As a former athlete, and I kind of hinted on it when I talked about the quotes, but can you tell us how important confidence is in sports? And then can you tell us how confidence is so important in life in general? Confidence is one of those concepts that a lot of coaches and people throw out there, especially with sport, you have to be confident. But I think it's more important to learn how to generate confidence because everyone has doubt. Mm -hmm. I mean, myself included, every questions themselves at some point because nothing's perfect and you're going to make mistakes. But what's most valuable is can you bounce back and what skills and tools do you have to get you back on track when things don't go well? That's more important than quote unquote having the confidence. 
is how do you generate confidence and then be able to stay at that in that mindset for extended periods of time. And the same is true for life. The same is true for life. It's what are the things that I need to do to have a confident state of being? Wow. Very, very. Honoring my word, you know, those things. Wow. That's really important. And so you said something really critical, generate confidence, Mm -hmm. produce it. And so generating means over a period of time, sometimes you're not going to have the confidence right then and there, but it builds and it builds and grows. And so do you think that's where coaching and mentoring could come in to help the process of generating it over a period of time? Yes, definitely. What makes coaching so valuable is your ability to help people come to the answers on their own. It's not telling people what to do. It's if I can help, you know, Zoe recognize what she needs to do to build confidence, then Zoe gets better. And Zoe understands how to bounce back and that it's okay to make mistakes. You know, it's how can I help her get to the conclusions on her own that she can sustain, not what I think she should do. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. That's really insightful information when you sit and think about confidence and how it is not only in sport for the athletes out there, but it's also good to take that and portray that in everyday life. You realize that over a period of time, over a process of time, you can grow into it to a point where you are now really have generated it enough that you can even help someone else along the way. And so, Angela, I want to get into some of your books. You've written four books already, and you talked a little bit about one of them already, but the first book, The Game Changing Assist. Can you talk to us about that book? What's entailed in that? Yes, The Game Changing Assist, Six Simple Ways to Choose Success was my first book. And... That book is really about helping young women understand these six principles of success. And success is really about them defining for themselves what they want and pursuing that. And so we talk about having a vision for your future or for the next step. It's a vision, listening to positive voices, overcoming the valleys, Mm -hmm. reaching the point of victory and volunteering. So it's those six principles. And helping them understand that they have a choice in each one of those areas of their life. They get to choose their vision. They get to choose the voices. They get to choose their response to the value. They get to choose their values. Victory is a product of your choices. And then you can choose to volunteer and help others. Wow. Wow. The life is And you're very, very wise. Now, can I ask you a question, Andrew? How many weeks are these young girls in your program to help? build them to completion? The Ignite Her Game Academy, which builds on the principles of everything that I've done thus far, is five months and we meet once per month. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. Summer program. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. And then how long have you been doing this? So the first book was written in 2013. So we're almost at a decade. Okay, great. In terms of doing this work, oh gosh, I've coached for over a decade and the work with life skills has been happening for about a decade. Okay. And so I'm sure some of your clients are now, you know, older now, maybe have kids and graduated from college. Do they come back to 
just thank you or pour into your organization? It's one of the best feelings in the world to reconnect with players who who are now, you know, doing well and living their life. Yes, that is one of the best feelings. I mean, as a teacher here, it just touches my heart to be able to see students grow and then come back and just appreciate the work that you've done. You become friends as time goes on with that. So it's just a wonderful feeling. Yes. Your second book, The Game-Changing Assist Workbook, is that just basically a workbook connected to the book you just mentioned? It is. Mm -hmm. And there's activities connected to each one of the concepts. So that came out about a year after the original book when people in youth organizations and basketball teams started asking about how do we apply these principles? And so we created the workbook. So for example, choose your vision. So the activity with that is a vision board. Understanding the choose your voices is ask the young women to select an all-star team and a cheer squad. And the activity is basically, we have those people who've been down the path that we want to go. That's mm-hmm. your all-star team. Those are people who can tell you exactly what to do to get there. And then there are other people who haven't been down that path, but they love you and will cheer you on, like maybe a mom or a dad or a cousin, but maybe mm-hmm. they haven't played college sports for those mm-hmm. athletes. And we need them both. We need all those voices. Right. So there's a series of activities like that. Right, right. Awesome, awesome. Now, Angela, have college kids or college girls and or adults reached out to you for this type of training? I've spoke at some universities and used these principles and gone through these principles. So it's been really good because, you know, they're applicable across all age groups. It just depends on where we are. Yeah, that's why I was thinking this would be applicable to a lot of age groups. Yes. Wow. That's great. And so the next book, The Females Athlete's Guide to Dominate Life After College and the Fundamental Game Plan. Yeah. Every basketball player's 12-week success tracker. Can you talk about those? Yes, yes. So Post Moves, The Female Athlete's Guide to Dominate Life After College is a series of interviews that I conducted with 15 women who played college sports, but who are all professionals now. And the goal was to fill the void that a lot of athletes don't have mentors or all of their mentors are coaches. And so the goal is to give them more exposure to different industries and to learn from different women who had played at different levels and different sports. So I was really proud of that book. And then the fundamental game plan fills the void of athletes, the confidence situation. So athletes would tell me, oh, I like confidence with shooting. And then I would say, well, how many shots did you take this week? How much practice did you put in? And so the idea behind the fundamental game plan is to actually allow them to track their work and work on the court, their training, but then also allow them to put that side by side with their work for school. A lot of athletes struggle with time management and organization. And part of it is they just don't have a place where they can see everything at one time and then learn how to manage their time through that. So that's how those two books came about. Great, great. So let's talk about the first one, The Female Athlete's Guide to Dominate Life After College. Um, A lot of athletes who tend to go to the D1, if they don't get a contract with the NBA or the NFL, and this is going for men and women, or um, if 
and track, I know if they don't get a sponsorship, you know, but they do have a degree, they have the degree to fall back on. But what would you tell someone who had their hopes of going to the next level in sports and just didn't make the cut? What would you tell them? I would tell them to prepare for not making the cut early on based on statistics. You know, only 1% of players are playing Division One. Beyond that, only 1% of that 1% are going on to play professionally. So unless someone has extreme athleticism, undeniable commitment and discipline, it's a rare chance that they're going to play. And it's not being pessimistic. It's just the reality of the numbers. So I would encourage them to have internships, to explore what they're interested in, to build connections with the boosters. Oh my gosh. And these are some regrets, <laughs> not regrets, the things I wish I would have known. Get to know the people who are in the athletic department because you're going to need references. Get mm-hmm. to know the boosters of your athletic program because they oftentimes are business owners or are connected to the business community. So you would then have opportunities when you're finished. That's great. That's great. And, and would you carry that on to professional NFL and NBA players as well, when they they leave or get injured and they can't play the game that they want, would you use that same advice for them as well? Without question. Without question. I think the thing with LeBron James, what LeBron James has done is revolutionary Mm -hmm. in terms of athletes owning their own brands and utilizing their stardom to create businesses beyond Exactly. Yeah, to prepare for when they're finished. So he's doing an amazing job with his team. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, if you're an athlete out there, if you are coming to the end of your career, utilize what you have, the skill sets. Even if you've traveled all over the world, that's a skill set that you can use to build upon any organization, nonprofit, even start your own, to then take those skill sets and leverage it to congruently go to where your gifts and your talents can continue to expand. So you never want to just focus on and on one thing. You want to focus in on the whole picture. And that goes for anything in life. If you are in college and you are going out to work, you want to realize this is your career now. Where do you want your career to go? You don't want to just settle. And so whether it's sports or anything else, it's valuable information to take everywhere inside one's life. And so the book that you mentioned last is The Fundamental Game Plan or Every Basketball Player's 12 Success Tracker. Can you talk a little bit about the details of that? Yes. So the fundamental game plan is really an opportunity for athletes and coaches to take a look at what athletes are doing and have some accountability. We know when you have accountability, there's a higher probability that things are going to get done. And when teams are accountable to each other off the court, then it helps the team on the court. So the 12 week success tracker looks at three months, take a three month time frame, and ask athletes to track what their workouts are, what their homework is, when their assignments are due, and to help them organize and plan better. This book is really a tool to be used with teams and individuals who are really looking to be better organized. Because honestly, Dr. Glenn, they're going to have to do that their entire life. So the sooner they can practice 
yeah. organizing and being structured, the better off they'll be in the future. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome advice. Awesome advice. Angela, you have a lot of things on your plate. How can someone reach out to you if they are interested in any of your books or if they want you to come to their organization to be a speaker of some sort? How can they get in contact with you? Go to my website, AngelaRLewis.com. There's a contact form there. You can find me on social media, Angela underscore R underscore Lewis on all social media platforms. So I would absolutely love to talk to people and to learn more about what they have going on. Are your books offered on Amazon or anything? They are. Yes. Okay. You can find them on Amazon as well. Awesome. Awesome. Guys, we're going to take a short commercial break. And then after this short commercial break, we'll be back to hear more with Angela Lewis. Do you have that burning desire to educate, empower, and inspire community? We here at WDRB Media provide you with such wonderful opportunities to make such a positive impact. So step out on faith and make a significant difference with your gift. We care about your voice and the impact it has. Call 1-877-342-7770 and provide them with the code 1349 to begin the process. That's 1-877-342-7770 and code 1349. In need of a motivational speaker for your upcoming event, Dr. Glenn speaks at school graduations, public gatherings, colleges, and universities. In addition, he is a national radio personality as well as published author. Have him speak at your next in-person or online event at 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. That's the number 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. Does your child have an interest in STEM? Is he or she always asking the why questions? With four engineering degrees behind him, Dr. Glenn can help you better navigate the process. Sign up on his website at www.ogstem.com for newsletters, his upcoming book, and webinars dedicated to STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. The key to success is to plan early. It's never too early to plan. Well, welcome back, radio audience. We are here with Angela Lewis, who has inspired and given us a lot of information on things that she's done and she's doing with respect to mentoring young girls. We talked about her four books that she has to offer, and she's also given out her information, which we'll get them again shortly. But before we do that, Angela, I want to talk to you about your coaching. Have you considered or coaching or do you still coach girls basketball? I don't do as much on the court coaching anymore. Once or twice a year, we'll have a basketball camp where we get in front of girls, but no, not on the court anymore. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And so I just want to let you know that guys, Angela has been a sports division one athlete, and she now has moved into other arenas and she's now taking the skill sets she learned on the court, off the court, and now imparting knowledge and wisdom, coaching sessions to the public. And so I say all that to say that it's not always where you start, but it's always how you end up. She could have sat and said, hey, I wanted to be in the NBA and I'm not going to do anything 
now, but she's taken those skill sets, used her experiences and have moved on to touch many, many lives. And so I say that to say that whatever dream that you have, you want to keep that alive by always doing and progressing and bettering yourself. Angela, can you speak more to that? Yes. One of the things that's important for athletes especially is that it's okay to not play the sport anymore. There are so many facets of who we are. You know, we have so many interests. Even from writing the books, now I get to write and help people get books on podcasts. And one of the gifts that I have is connecting, which I didn't realize at the time when I was playing sports, but being able to connect with others is how you become a good teammate. And so there are a lot of skills that we pick up through playing sports that we can then utilize later. And the other thing, Dr. Glenn, which you alluded to is that we never stop learning. There's always an opportunity to learn. So once you get the degree, it doesn't mean that learning stops. That's really just the beginning because there's so much more to learn. You know, once you graduated college and played, and it's okay to start over, you know, yes. I think for athletes, especially when you're starting something new, it's hard because you're used to being good at something right. or at the top of the game. But you have to remember what it felt like to try to make a layup the first time, you know, exactly. Stay with it and you get better at it. So it's OK to try new things. Yes, yes. And as Angela alluded to we should continue to be lifelong learners. You never stop. When you stop learning, you stop living. And so Angela is kind of a little like myself. She started off, she said she was shy as a child. And I was exactly the same too. You would never known that today I would be this radio host personality. And also in elementary school, junior high, the shyest person in the class. And then, you know, in high school, I did, run track and field and college ran track and field. And that brought out more confidence in me. However, I was never the life of the party type of person. And now today I'm utilizing all these various different degrees to integrate that into one, to bring knowledge and wisdom to the world and meet new people. And I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. So Angela, can you talk to the audience of how you've developed as this shy, insecure child to who you are today and how those experiences have shaped you to be this world-renowned leader that you are? Dr. Glenn, here's (laughs) what you do. Your knees shake and then you go anyway. And then you get to this next level and then your knees are shaking and then you go anyway. Uh I think there's this misconception that fear Fear is not present in those who are accomplished or those who have achieved, you know, things that are challenging. No fear is there. Right. Fear is there. You just courage is moving in spite of the fear. Exactly. Exactly. There's really like three big things that I've seen that keep me moving forward. And this is what I talk to the girls about with generating confidence. One is just have to have a certain level of fight within you. You have to be willing to continue to fight for yourself and for the vision that you have. The second thing is you have to be humble enough to know that you don't know everything and you need help. Mm-hmm. No one makes it alone. I know culturally it's, we talk about the self-made people, quote unquote, but really no one makes it alone. So you need other people. So 
being able to ask for help and help others. And then the third thing is being patient, which is really hard culturally because we want everything right now and have access. Right. You know, if you want to watch a movie, you turn it on. If you want to eat, you, you know, you call, you get on your app and it'll be delivered within minutes. So patience while working hard and fighting through is critical. Exactly. And it can be fun. Like life doesn't have to be hard. Like it can actually be a lot of fun. Right. And so you hit on some authentic emotions, you know, people who are national speakers who get up in public, like you mentioned, it doesn't mean that they're not afraid. They probably are shaking in their knees. I teach and before class, I know the work. I'm very confident, but I shake because I don't know what the next minute will bring. Mm -hmm. And so you just never know what people are experiencing when they are in the public and using their gifts. But what they become over a period of time, they do become confident and, you know, they don't know what the results and how it will be received. But then after periods of time, it becomes a natural in a sense that it helps you to get from point A to point B with that confidence. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. And part of it is because you know what you've gone through. So that gives you the confidence and the faith to be able to push forward. You know that I've overcome something similar. And we know that whenever you accomplish something, you're going to be tested in ways you can imagine. Whenever you're going after anything that you believe in, you're going to be tested. And then if you get past that test, there's going to be another test. And that's okay because you grow to learn to expect your faith to be tested, your will to be tested. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that's called perseverance. You have to persevere towards the high calling of the mark that you're called to. And it's okay because you enjoy what you do. You're enjoying the journey. I spoke on the other day that the success is great, but the joy is really in the every single day journey because that's where you're growing. When you get to that pinnacle, the top of the mountain to get that degree or get that award, that's a great award for that moment. But then you're looking for the next thing and then comes the journey. And that's where the joy of life ends in the journey, in the process. And in the process, it makes you who you are and it builds you up where that becomes the lifelong learner to then empower and impart into someone else. Then that's where the real joy comes in. So, yeah, definitely. Yes. And so, Angela, let's talk about some of your many achievements. You've been recognized nationally for your efforts for being the recipient of the prestigious Robin Roberts Sports Communications Awards. Can you talk about what kind of award that was? I'm very grateful to receive that. It was coming out of college. Robin Roberts, as everyone knows, she was a college basketball player. She was on Sports Center for a long time was an analyst and now is at Good Morning America. But years ago she had, I think the award still exists, but she gave away money for postgraduate work for women's basketball players who were interested in pursuing degrees related to broadcast and communication. And my college coach told me about it, put out the application and applied and won this national award and was really excited about that. It was with the Women's Basketball Coaches Association at the final four, my senior year in college. And so I got to meet Robin Roberts and 
of course, take pictures and get a plaque and all of that. So I was very proud of that and grateful for that. Awesome. 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 And so the Urban League St. Louis Young Leader in Youth and Education, what was that all about? Urban League is a national organization. We know that does so much for under-resourced areas. And the Urban League St. Louis has a pretty vibrant young adult group. And I was nominated by someone because of my work in the community and with various nonprofit organizations and was very grateful to receive that award from that organization. But I've done a lot with nonprofits and helping kids learn about entrepreneurship and youth-based organizations. So very grateful to everyone who helped the organization and for those who nominated me for the award. Awesome, awesome. The Unsung Heroine Award. Yes, so that one, geez, there's an organization dedicated to helping women become leaders, top ladies of distinction is the name of the organization. And someone nominated me for that. You know, a lot of times we do things because we know it's right and it's our calling and we don't ask for recognition. And so they really wanted to highlight women in our community who don't seek recognition, but who people know are doing great work. And so I was grateful that they recognized me for that one. Great, great, great. And Black Girls Rock, I know that's a national organization, but you got awarded for the Black Girls Rock St. Louis. Can you talk about that? There are so many dynamic women in St. Louis doing great work. So I was really surprised at this one as well. I mean, there are some people doing awesome work. And someone nominated me for that one also. So I was grateful to receive that and (laughs) to know that everything that we do even though you don't work to get recognition, when you do great work, Mm -hmm. it gets noticed. Right, exactly, exactly. And so I just want to take that a point. First of all, congratulate you on all of your accomplishments. And I'm sure there's many, many more. But when you do great work, trust me, audience, someone is listening, someone is watching, and someone has been affected. Most of the times you won't hear off the top of your head or at the top of your speech, the top right then and there, how grateful someone is. But in the closest of time, my God, you'll see the fruit of your labor and you'll be like, wow, I really did make a difference when I was putting my best and my all into it. So if you do great work, things will come to you and you'll be rewarded for your success in ways that you would not otherwise expect it. And the U.S. Bank Women of Distinction, what was that? U.S. Bank was one of the supporters of our team when I was in college. And and they were so supportive. And they had an award that they gave to women in the community as well. And so I was really grateful to receive that. I mean, I'm always blown away by these because there's so many dynamic people in our area doing great work. So very thankful for that recognition. Awesome. Awesome. And so you're very, very active in your community and your coaching speaks to that as well. Great, great, great. This is just an awesome thing. So Angela, you said that on your free time, you like visiting parks. What type of parks do you like? Oh, I love national parks. So in the U.S., I love national parks. There are 61. I think I've been to nine 
I love national parks from the Smoky Mountains to the Everglades, Zion National Park. They're just amazing. It's an opportunity to see what the world looked like before all the, a lot of the industrialization happened. Right, right. I love them. So, Angela, what's next for Angela Lewis? So what's next for me is really building and growing the podcast booking company. So my work with the girls, we have our sessions once per month, which is great. And I love that. There's a couple of big things. The first is the podcast booking. And so I'm working with people who have amazing stories, incredible backgrounds, and you know, working on really really powerful businesses and helping them gain more exposure. So using that communication background to connect people to opportunities, to share their stories, build their brands and generate more customers. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that's more of a passion project is being able to host basketball clinics globally. So maybe once or twice a year, my team and I will go somewhere globally and have basketball clinics for young girls. Awesome. Awesome. That's really great. And we wish you all God's blessings and success. You know, time flies when you're having so much fun and we are coming down to the end of our program with Angela Lewis. And Angela, can you please leave your information one more time so that if anybody wants to contact you, they can and have you in for a speaker of some sort, or even if there is a pot someone that wants you to connect them to great podcasts. I mean, I'm so grateful to have you because you have introduced me to some really great people and it's just phenomenal. And every one of them has a spirit just like yours. So could you please tell the people how they can contact you? You can contact me at AngelaRLewis.com or you can find me on Instagram at Angela underscore R underscore Lewis. You can find me there. Shoot me a message or Facebook as well. It's just Angela Lewis. So I would love to chat with someone who's interested in any of the services that we have. And we'll be having some media training coming up as well. So really excited about helping more people share their stories. And thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we could coordinate this time. Yes, yes, yes. Angela, before we go, can you leave some last words with the audience? Anything that comes to your mind for inspiration or encouragement based on what you've done or anything that you may think that someone could leave away with? Take care of yourself first. Yes. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself first. It's probably the best advice. It's all going to work out, but take care of yourself and be true to yourself first. Even if everyone isn't happy about it, but be true to you. That's probably the best advice that I could give. Most important advice. That's awesome. My mother would always say, you know, to thine own self be true. And you have to really take that to heart. Thank you so much, Angela. We had an awesome time. We know people are inspired, are encouraged, and are motivated because of your inspiration that you've given the OG Inspiration Show audience today. And so audience, this is all the time that we have. This is Dr. Odell Glenn signing off. Have an awesome week. Be blessed. And until next week, you'll be tuning in with Dr. Odell Glenn. Have an awesome week. God bless.